It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is all about defense because, boy, the Magic are missing it. We'll get into some uh, injury news, as there always is, and why the Magic have to find a way without a key player. We'll get to that coming up here on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 2nd, 2022. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert in site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the latest on Wendell Carter's injury and why he is really the main piece of the puzzle for the Orlando Magic on the defensive end. We'll dive into some of those numbers. Plus, why the Magic. Still have to find a way, and what this says about the bigger problems the Magic are facing. We'll also talk about tonight's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But before we get to that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. So first, the injury news. A lot of guys are out on Friday. Uh, Not clear who traveled, not clear who's with the team with the back-to-back Friday. Saturday, um, we'll get into those opponents coming up here in a minute. But look, there are a few people that I really trust, you know, say I'm I'm doing the best I can to balance all this and, and to acknowledge that this team is not, no team is built to sustain the injuries that the Magic have. And you know, looking at the injury report from Thursday, um, it's it's still a heavy, 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 heavy list. Um, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, so if it takes a while for it to load, just give me a sec here. Um, the Orlando Magic will be without Friday night. My injury list also very long. Um, the Ma- Orlando Magic will be without Wendell Carter with plantar fascia strain. Gary Harris with a right hamstring strain. Jonathan Isaac, obviously, with left knee injury recovery. Won't, wouldn't expect him until the end of the month. Chima Okeke with left knee soreness. Jalen Suggs with right ankle soreness. Now, Suggs and Okeke could be back at any time. Our friend Kobe Price at the Orlando Sentinel reporting that Wendell Carter is likely to be out at least the next week, maybe two weeks, as he allows that plantar fascia strain to heal. Um, plantar fascia injuries are really, really difficult. Um People who've had them say it's like walking on glass because your plantar, plantar fascia is essentially the muscle at the bottom of your foot. Um, and so there is very little that you can do that doesn't inflame it or doesn't impact it in some way. So if you have a plantar fascia, the best thing to do is to rest it. It, 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 it. There's just no other way to make it better. And so, uh, you know, 
Carter said that it was bothering him for a little while. He made it worse um, during a game, so he sat out the Minnesota game. He played the Chicago game. That made it worse, and so then the decision was made to sit him down. And look, Orlando's goal should be to have everyone healthy right now. Um, they're not going to learn a lot. They're you know, they're the play in, like they have the worst record in the league right now. They have the fewest wins in the league right now at five. Um, they are going to struggle to stay in the play in race. It's not so far fetched, but it's with this group and this team and, and where this organization is at, that's not the goal. The goal isn't to save this season. I tell everyone all the time, this season is not about this season. And so taking that extra time, as much as it sucks for the product on the floor, hurts. But it also tells you something too. And I think this is the really, really, really important point to make about all these different lineups and all these different things the Magic are doing. Um is is that even failure tells you something. Even, you know, like, knowing that how much Mo Bamba is struggling within this scheme tells this team and tells this franchise something important, something that they can, something that they have to know and understand. Maybe it's obvious. Maybe some things are obvious. Like, yes, the Magic need more shooting. Like, that's obvious. But every failure tells you something too. And so I, I, I would say, like, don't dismiss things. Yes, the Magic may stick with things a little longer than they should, uh, but overall, there's still a lot of things to learn, a lot of things to try out. Like, a lineup with Paolo at center is very much on the table right now, and I think something the Magic should be willing to try. But the issue for the Magic is that the one thing that they do know, and they probably learned kind of specifically at this point, is Wendell Carter is really important to this team's offense and to the way this team functions. Just breaking down the numbers. Before Wendell Carter's injury on November 16th, the Magic ranked 21st in defensive rating at 112.7 points allowed per one possessions. With Carter on the floor, it's actually around 108. That tells you how good he is and how much he settles the team defensively. Offense is negligible. It doesn't, you know, at least by the numbers, doesn't impact the offense a ton. But defensively, it's like 108 on the court, 120 off the court. And so... What I'm about to say should not be surprising. Since Carter's injury, the Magic are 28th in defensive rating with a 120.3 points allowed per 100 possessions. That is a pretty stark difference. You know, again, a difference of eight points, and that does include, almost eight points, that does include the game that Carter played against Chicago, the Magic's only win in their last eight. Currently on a six-game losing streak. This is all to say that, yes, Wendell Carter is vital to the defense, but it, it goes to this kind of bigger problem that the Magic have defensively. Before Carter's injury on November 16th, the Magic are not, were ninth in defensive rebound rate, grabbing 73% of rebounds. So three of every four rebounds were theirs. Since Carter's injury, so since November 18th, the Magic are 23rd in defensive rebound rate, grabbing 69.8% of all rebounds. That's almost two out of every three instead of three out of every four. These things can be little differences. They can be little margins of error. Um, second chance points are were 12.7 per game before Carter's injury. That was sixth in the league. Since Carter's injury, they're 27th at 15.9 second chance, point, second chance points per game. And the Magic's margins are really small, whether it's because of close games and whether it's because... They're missing a really key piece of their team. These things matter. These little differences matter. 
And, of course, Atlanta, 20 second chance points off 14 offensive rebounds. We saw Brooklyn dominate the offensive glass when they're not a great rebounding team. These are extra possessions that kill your defense, that kill your ability to get stops, to to be the team that you imagine this team could be. In other words, Orlando's defense is just in shambles. Um, Carter just makes a lot of things work. He's able to defend at the point of attack. He's able to defend the paint. The points in the paint are also really bad, and the difference is is big there. I I don't have the numbers directly in front of me. Let me see if I wrote those down. Uh, let me see if I wrote those down. I may have those. Uh, I do not have those. Sorry. Um, it, it's it's bad. Like, I, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know what else to say. It's it's not good. And defense ends with rebounding. You do not get a stop until you get that rebound. And so, a lot of times against Atlanta, look, Orlando didn't have a good defensive effort against Atlanta, but when they did get stops... They gave up offensive rebounds. They gave up those second-chance opportunities. So something that killed them against Philadelphia, too, without Joel Embiid. You give up these second-chance opportunities, it's a backbreaker. And right now, this team needs to make everything as easy as possible. This team needs to make everything simple. With all When, when you're injured, go to your basics. Go to what's simple. And, and again, this is, a, this is a criticism on Jamal Mosley that he has to do a better job making things simple. This is criticism on the players for focusing on the simple things. You know, Jamal Mosley's thing is dominate the simple. This that now more than ever, that needs to be the call for this team. Because they are not doing that. And that, you know, this is a snapshot of things. Like, you know, Wendell Carter's gonna be back. We'll see those numbers rise. We'll see the team get that stability. You know, we'll we'll figure that out. But you also gotta learn how to play with the players you have. And that gets to some kind of bigger picture issues that, that, that are readily observable from the way the Magic are playing. We're going to get to that and the bigger impact of this stretch. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And with Paolo Bencaro now losing Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month, those Rookie of the Year odds might be the best they're going to be. I don't think he'll lose very many of those moving forward. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We 
want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I think... I think one of the issues that we're seeing with this Orlando Magic team, though, is is much bigger than these defensive numbers. It's much bigger than missing a key player in Wendell Carter. It's it's something that's actually really, really important to the season. Um, you've heard me say this season is not about this season. Like I like I want this team to win. I think winning is a sign that they're making progress, but winning isn't the end goal this year. Um, it's to take steps toward winning. It's to, it's to look like this team can round into a winning team and, and, and find the winning formula. And again, yes, winning is part of that equation and learning how to win is part of that equation. But but uh, but this I look, look this I've said several times on this podcast. I think this team has a playoff capable roster, but I did not expect this team to be in the playoffs. I expect this team to be down at the bottom of the standings. I expected them to be one of the worst teams in the East, one of the worst teams in the league, and to play the lottery one more time. I don't think they have to do, I don't think they have to or should do anything to make that easier. Um, I don't think late in the season they should be doing any chicanery. They should be trying to win games. They should be trying to learn how to win. They should be focused on the roster that they have because it is good enough. But I'm also perfectly fine with saying, hey, get Wendell Carter healthy. That's more important in the long run. You know, Make sure that Marco Fultz is ready to go so he can play the back-to-back this weekend. Or Jonathan Isaac, make sure when he is back, he is back. He is not in and out of the lineup. You know, yeah, minute restriction, all that. But, but you know, I, I'm okay with the Magic being cautious with injuries because we need to see this team at full strength. We need to have an understanding of how this team works together. And, and, and again, the disappointing part would be if we don't get that understanding, we don't have that sense of this is who's important, this is not, this is what we need. This is what we don't need. And so, yes, we're not here to celebrate moral victories, but I was very happy. I'm very happy to see that the Magic are third in the league in clutch situation games. They might be 3-11, but each one of those 11 losses should be a lesson to help them get better down the road. And I, I believe that the main goal for this team is to be better, to encounter those situations again and be better and improve. And so what I don't want to see and what I think the coaching staff doesn't want to see is repeated mistakes, is the same things happening over and over again. That's what they said in the offseason, remember? We want to see the team limit those repeated mistakes to learn from these mistakes and get better. You might make new mistakes, you might have new struggles, but you're learning and getting better and kind of getting to that next level or getting to that next problem. And... So one thing that I'm really disappointed in in this stretch, and yeah, the Magic are missing some key players, is A, nobody's stepping up to replace that. Like, Bull Bull's been decent rebounding, but he didn't have a good rebounding game Wednesday. Paolo Bancaro's rebounds have dropped from, he was like 5-6 per game to 3-4. He only had two in Wednesday's game. There needs to be a challenge to this team to say, hey, Wendell Carter's not in. You can't be Wendell Carter, but we need you to step up your game in his absence. We need you to step up and focus on the things that Wendell Carter does a little bit more as a team, not as an individual, as a team to make sure that we're 
doing fine, that we're taking those next steps. Wendell Carter's the best rebounder on the team. He's averaging around nine rebounds per game. Someone's got to step in and get those rebounds. And the Magic were a great team rebounding team with Carter out there, and all of a sudden, they're not. All of a sudden, they're getting outworked for rebounds. And this kind of stuff is just plainly unacceptable. This kind of stuff where the Magic make a mistake, put their heads down, which you're seeing a lot more now than you did back in the early part of the season, that kind of stuff is unacceptable. That's the kind of stuff that the Magic can work out and get rid of in their lineups, regardless of who's playing. And doing that is going to create better results. We shouldn't have to focus on effort. We shouldn't have to focus on intensity. Those things should be givens. Those things should be certain. And yes, mistakes are going to be made and you're going to have to learn from them and, 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 and adjust to them in real time. But mistakes cannot define your game. They cannot define your play. They cannot define this team. And right now, that's the problem. I don't care if the Magic are losing games right now, to be honest. I don't care about the results. It's process right now. In a season where winning isn't the end goal, it's learning the process of winning that matters. It's learning the process of how this team's going to have to play to win games both in the present and in the long term, because this is a long-term thinking game. And right now, the Magic are not doing that. Getting blown out by... like The Magic don't have the talent to win every night. So yeah, they're going to lose some games where they just run out of steam, where they're fatigued, where they're tired at the end of games. That's that's to be expected. It's not, you know, we, we point it out. We ask, okay, how can we do better? But that's those are losses that you can live with. The losses you can't live with are the losses that we've had recently. Last Monday at Indiana, where the team looked just mentally tired and fatigued. The losses to fit both losses to Philadelphia, where the match just got outworked to every loose ball. They lost every 50-50 ball. You gotta win 50-50 balls when your margins are this tight. The loss to, you know, Brooklyn, they played well. They they played with good energy, and so we know that they have it in them. They may have lost Kevin Durant's a brilliant player. They may have lost, but we know they have it in them. And then this loss to Atlanta. The Magic were never in the game. Once Atlanta pushed ahead in the first quarter, they went up by 20 and were never threatened in the second half. That's just inexcusable. And there's a lot of guys there trying and trying to push. And, you know, you see Franz doing it. They're trying to do it with their offense. Defense has to be where it starts. Defense has to be part of this team's ethos and identity. It's going to feed the offense. It's going to make the offense easier. This team is... Look, I like this team's offense in a lot of ways. There's certainly an adjustment that has to go on with Markel and Cole back. Um, There are are issues with it. I'm not here to say it's a great offense yet, but there are a lot of things I like within this offense, but the one thing this offense does not get is easy shots. Easy shots because the defense is creating them. That was a big reason why the Magic were able to stay in the game in Brooklyn. They got out in the fast break. They had like 20, they had upper 20s, low 30s fast break points, which is really odd for this team, which is averaging, you know, they're probably up around 10 fast break points now, but they were averaging fewer than 10 fast break points entering the week. The Magic have to be better at these simple things, at staying locked in in the game plan, staying focused, 
letting bad plays brush off them, learning from them on the sideline when they get the chance, but in the moment, staying in the individual play, making a play, not sulking and thinking about the bad play that happened before. That's what this team was really good at early in the season. That's why we were so optimistic about this team is because it looked like they had taken that step. They weren't winning yet. They were learning. They were strong. They, you know, they were still making too many mistakes to, to, to get wins, but they weren't letting mistakes fester. They were able to stay in games and scrap and fight and play hard. That's the team we want to see. And it doesn't matter who's in or out of the lineup. That team could still exist. And that's half the battle. In this league, that's half the battle. That attention to detail is half the battle. But we haven't seen it. And right now, we need to. We'll talk a little bit about this weekend's games against the Cleveland Cavaliers and Toronto Raptors. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If the Orlando Magic were trying to play teams that would help them figure all this out, oh boy, are they picking the wrong teams to play. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers second in the league in defensive rating at 107.5. Toronto eighth at 110.4. Cleveland's offense also pretty good. Seventh in the league in offensive rating at 114.3. Toronto about league average at 111.9. Offensive rebound rate, Cleveland is... Surprisingly, not in the top 10. I thought they'd be in the top 10. But, you know, they're 16th in offensive rebound rate. Uh, Toronto is... I'm just pouring through the stats here. Toronto's third in offensive rebound rate. Um, that is uh, that is not the team the Magic need to be playing right now. And the Raptors, of course, just very well known for getting out in transition, turning turnovers into easy points. Um, these are probably the two worst teams I could think of for the Magic to play right now besides, you know, like the best of the best, like Milwaukee, Boston, those kinds of teams. Um, these teams, like, are going to attack the very things Orlando's weak at right now. And so, again, that attention to detail, that that intensity is going to be even more important. Um, this is going to be a test for... The, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, I'm not expecting the Magic to win either of these games, but, um, but it's going to take... Orlando playing with an extreme focus that they haven't played with for the last week, for the last two weeks, really. Um, It's going to take the Magic bringing that intensity that they have struggled to bring consistently here um, over over these last two weeks and without Wendell Carter. Orlando has to do this, though. They have to be ready. They have to just, it doesn't matter who's playing, they have to be the harder working team. Um, They have to be the team that isn't going to let mistakes, you know, bother them that's going to keep fighting and keep grinding. That, that's their only way to survive right now. And that really has to be the message. Don't let them punk you. Don't let them outwork you. You know, you've got to make up the deficit with these teams. You've got to prove to these teams that you're going to be there. They're going to take you easy. They're going to try and run you over. They're going to try and punch you in the mouth. 
you've got to be able to, A, punch first, but B, not go down. You might stagger, you might fall, but you're not going to go down. You're going to keep fighting. And, and to me, you know, this is not the level that we need to be at as a team. We shouldn't be at this like very basic level, but in a six-game losing streak, you have to simplify. In a six-game losing streak, you just have to simplify the goals and simplify what you need to do to just do it. Just be able to find some success that you can build on and grow from. This Magic team is in a really bad spot right now. There's there's just there's just no other way around it, and a lot of it is because of this these injuries, and, and especially Wendell Carter's injury. It's a big deal, and Orlando has to find and fight their way out of it. That part is not going to be easy. That part is not going to be simple to do. Uh, and these are two opponents that are going to punish you for the kinds of mistakes the Magic have been making of late. Tip-off for tonight's game against Cleveland, I believe, is at 7.30 tonight. Uh, let me double-check that real fast. Uh, uh, yeah, 7.30 tip-off tonight against Cleveland. They'll play Toronto on Saturday at 8 p.m. to close this back-to-back. And then they'll be back home for a little five-game homestand. We'll see uh, what comes of that. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, go make your next listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked On Magic, this is from Phil Bross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.